This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Dare to play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. Today's episode is going to be a Q&A. We typically have two to three questions on a Q&A podcast. Today is actually just going to be one question because our answer is pretty in-depth. Yeah. <laughs> and so we have one question today. And if you guys had any questions that you want us to answer, you can go to foreplay.com slash ask. That's the number four, dot com slash ask. Or you can send an email to hello at foreplay.com. We're going to go ahead and jump straight into the question. And this was from an email. And they said, first wanted to say loving the podcast so much. I'm I'm not going to say their names. I'm blank and my husband's name is blank from, I don't know if they want us to say where they're from either. So we're just going to say from the US. <laughs> We've been exploring the lifestyle for a few months now. Uh, your info has helped a ton, by the way. We've had a couple disagreements, but we're able to talk through everything and fix the issues. My question is, what are some issues that you guys faced or you've noticed other people newer to the lifestyle faced? We're hoping to avoid as many as we can. LOL. Thanks again. I love the LOL. Uh, <laughs> LOL. Um, we can definitely help here because we fucked up plenty of times uh, throughout our throughout our journey. But I think that I want to say first before we get into all of these mistakes, I want to say that just remember that mistakes are going to happen in the lifestyle, no matter how long you're in it. This is just like in a relationship. You're gonna have times when something doesn't go right, or you guys don't communicate well enough. And just remember that. You just need to work through whatever the issue is. You need to talk about it together. And if you do that, you can learn, you can grow, and you can become stronger from it. And that goes for your normal relationship. That goes for your lifestyle aspect of your relationship. So just remember to, if you mess up, to work your best to forgive yourself, to forgive each other, and move forward. Now, with that being said, we are going to tell you all these things. So I hope it can help you avoid some of the mistakes that we personally made and also help you avoid some mistakes that we've just seen people make in general. Our first biggest mistake we would say is having expectations for play. And I think this just comes from you're both so excited to be in this new environment. And at least whenever we first started, we were really young. We were 22 and being able to go to like a club it wasn't the cheapest thing for our <laughs> college um budget yes <laughs> at the time um actually i think we were just graduated right no we were still in college that's right yeah we were and paying so, for our own wedding yeah we didn't have our a, own school and yeah. so it was uh a lot for us to, to to go and i mean i think that other people can relate to that just with time right i know a lot of we don't have kids personally but i know a lot of people you know, have kids, babysitters, like it's difficult to get time for yourself. So whenever you have a chance to go to a lifestyle event or club or whatever it is, like you have these high expectations if you're wanting something to happen. And that is a big mistake. Don't do that. Don't do what we do. We, we will say, I think that it's okay to have the conversation before. And I think it's good to have the conversation before actually. You should it's have okay. the conversation before, I think yeah. that you need to say like, Sometimes we'll go to the club and one of us will say like, you know what, like I don't really feel like 
doing stuff tonight. Like, I just don't feel in that headspace so we can go and have fun together. Some nights we go and say, okay, well, if we found a couple, I think that it sounds fun to do stuff tonight. I think it's good to have that conversation. It's needed to have that conversation before you go in just to say, like, you know, if you guys are even on the same page with if you'd want to play. I think that's good. But we don't want to go in expecting something to happen. Go in with the expectation of just having fun with your partner and enjoying each other's company and enjoying the atmosphere. And if things move that way and you guys are both on the same page, fun, great, that's that's amazing. You also can't expect every time you go to an event that you're going to find people that you're really into either play-wise or not. Like sometimes you'll go and you'll just find friends who are just platonic friends. And it's cool making those friends in this space because everybody's like-minded. But every time we go, it's not like we always find new, awesome potential play friends we always go in just with the expectation that we're gonna have fun together and whatever happens is just extra whatever happens is sprinkles on top of the cupcake we always use that analogy you have to have your foundation first and then it's not even icing the lifestyle is like sprinkles to your relationship it's just something extra that brings in a little bit more but it's not something that is necessary it's not something that is needed our second mistake was not putting ourselves out there and not making the effort to go talk to people and so at the beginning we would sit by ourselves in the corner because we were afraid to go make that initial connection and we would hope that people would come and introduce themselves to us because we were too scared to initially do that and that is a huge mistake i wish that we would have done this at the very beginning because we honestly didn't start doing this until six years into our lifestyle journey maybe yeah. even seven i mean it had only been in the last maybe year year and a half it was a year and a half so probably it was six and a half years in whenever we started not being yeah. like this and it would have made it so i'm not saying that our, our journey had been bad but i'm just saying like how much better how many more connections how many more friends we could have had had we just brought up the courage to just go say hi to people and not just sit there hoping people were going to say stuff to us so we always go from the mindset as you don't want to let others dictate how your night is going to go or how your day how your journey is going to go you want to dictate that for yourselves also something that one of our friends told us was we used to sit in the corner and talk to each other because we were just nervous like we were scared to go say hi and that's okay like it's okay to feel nervous and we felt that way forever and we would sit there and we're like why does anyone say hello to us and one of our friends told us one day they're like don't you realize that you guys look so standoffish sitting there like you're just sitting there and like you look standoffish and that was the last thing we were trying to do we were just so scared to go say hi that we stuck to each other for like a security blanket but we ended up coming off like we were didn't want to talk to people and so even if you don't mean it whenever you're just sitting there the whole entire night just watching people walk by some people might not say hello to you because they think that you don't want to be said hello to so just keep that like in your mind that whenever you are just sitting there you know if you're not wanting to talk to people maybe just like smile at people and just try to seem a little bit more open and then that way people at least maybe will come say hello because i think we must have just looked like stone-faced and <laughs> not happy but it wasn't on purpose <laughs> we just had like rbf at the time <laughs> i think <laughs> and also maybe when you're at the club instead of just staying in one spot the entire time make rounds and then like come back 
And then that way you seem like you're you know, making more of an effort to kind of go around rather than just stay with your own partner. Number three is coming up with reasons not to say hello to people. We were notoriously bad about this. We would see somebody and we're like, oh my gosh, they look fun. They look like we would get along, you know, whatever it was. And we would say something like, okay, we're gonna wait five minutes and then we're gonna say hello. We're gonna have a drink and then we're gonna say hello. And we, we'd say something and then we'd be like, okay, we'll say hello after that. And what that does is it just keeps making you more nervous and more nervous because you just keep thinking you're like, okay, I'm about to, I'm about to do it. And you just build up this pressure. And so one of the biggest piece of advice that I ever heard that I started doing that helped me, which if I told other people to help them is just go and say hello to the first person you see. You can do this in a lifestyle event. You can do this anywhere really that you're out in public, but what it does is it breaks the ice. So, you know, you can go and the first person you see, you can just, whoever it is, Hey, oh my gosh, I love your shoes. Oh, your shirt's great. Whatever it is, something even small, but just going up and saying hello to somebody breaks that ice the first time. And the first time is always the hardest. And so that's a little thing that we started doing that made it a little bit easier to say hello to people at the beginning. And so we wish from that beginning that we wouldn't have kept making excuses because the other thing that happened was we would say, we're gonna say hello, say we're gonna say hello, and then people leave. And then you never get a chance because you never seen them again. And what if they would have been some of your best friends, but you never meet them. And so that's something else that is another reason to just go ahead and say hello, because you never know when you're going to get the chance again. And so those are a couple things that like are reasons behind why we changed our ways with going up and saying hello to people. I don't know if we've, it's so rare that we've actually gone up and said hi to a couple and just introduced ourselves that they were actually rude back. So it's all in your head. And the more that you put something off, the more you're going to psych yourself out of it. And then I know a lot of the times whenever we did that, we would see them make friends with another couple. And so then you don't want to go and intrude because you don't want to be a cock block or, you know, you don't want to be, you know what I mean? So it's like, that, that always hurts a little bit too whenever you're like, oh, we could have at least like introduced ourselves and now we, we lost that chance. And you know what else I think is really important to think about is in, if you waited an hour to go talk to someone, you finally got off the nerves, you've been scared the whole time. What if you do go up to talk to them and you guys don't get along at all? Wouldn't you have rather said hello at the beginning instead of being scared for an hour and then go dance for an hour over just trying to psych yourselves up to say hello and maybe you don't even get along? Or let's say you get along great. Wouldn't you rather spend the last hour talking? So there's just so many reasons to like not sit around and wait because it just makes it, it just makes it worse another mistake we did that this was a pretty big one i remember we had a very big argument fight about this i remember maybe one like, of the biggest yeah probably our biggest lifestyle issue we've ever had i remember like leaving the club crying in the <laughs> but uh so putting more pressure on one person to make the first move or to like go up and say hi and this stemmed from our mistake at the very beginning was it was like oh well the, it's easier for girls to make friends with girls right so it's like a lot of the times i would make friends with people in the bathroom or it's easier for so we thought it's easier for a girl to go up and be like oh my god i love your shoes like what's your name this is my husband I'm da, da, da. and so with that i felt a lot of pressure on me to go and make the first move and say hi because we thought that oh well if jace did that if the guy did that then it was going to seem like overbearing and we didn't want that so this is not true, by this the way. Is, yeah, not true. This not is not true. true at all. So just 
go up together as a couple and do it and introduce yourselves together do everything together and don't put it on one person because what happened was i felt bad if i was too nervous and i didn't go up and introduce ourselves or i didn't go up and make a first move in that aspect and and same thing with play like i feel like a lot of the times at the beginning it was like i would ask and initiate that with the other couple and so it put so much pressure on me and then if i didn't do it i felt guilty that oh well why didn't i just do it why didn't why was i so scared like i could have done this like for us so yeah big mistake don't do that go up together make it a th- now we kind of flip-flop on and off so it's like we'll say hey let's go up and talk to that couple do you want to like say first or do you want me to say it first and so then we'll just kind of flip-flop. yeah and sometimes one of us will be in the mindset of like i just feel talkative today i'll go say hello or half the time now i feel like we're both so talkative that we because we've been saying hello to people for so long now over this last year and a half or two that we've been doing this that half the time i swear i'll have just met somebody dancing i'm like hey this is this is my friend this person and we'll introduce them and like we just will meet so many people that you'll introduce me to a couple or i'll introduce you to a couple or half the time we don't even walk up together anymore because we just met people randomly and one other thing i did actually want to like jump back a little bit is the other thing that happened with the whole you being in charge of talking to people is you would say that you wanted me to encourage you. And so I would say, you know, like, oh, hey, we should talk to those people and like trying to be encouraging. And because that's what we said we wanted to do. But when I was trying to be encouraging, I think it came off as like just a pressure, which I think it made it even harder on you because you made you feel like from how you explained it, you can talk more into this if you'd like to, but it made you feel like I was pressuring you when I was trying to be encouraging because we had said, hey, let us let me try to encourage you. I want you to encourage me. I want you to encourage me. But then I would say it, and I think it would make you just feel pressured. And I think that made the whole situation even worse. Yeah, and at that time, not only did I feel pressured just to do it felt like you wanted stuff to happen more with other people than for us to be there together. And that's how that entire thing blew up so much. And it was uh, definitely, in general, everything I think always stems from a miscommunication. Yeah. Usually, not everything, but a lot of our arguments and disagreements uh-huh. and stuff typically stem from that and so um another mistake that we've made but this is just in general with relationship is just try to be as clear as possible Uh whenever you're communicating and and speaking with your partner and honestly just in general the more clear you are the less likely there is to be miscommunications and if you don't understand something or if uh, now we're kind of going on a tangent of uh communication advice but uh, this is something we've done more so recently too is like if somebody if you think you understand what your partner is saying explain what you think and a lot of the times with us whenever we're having those miscommunications is i'm not even or jace isn't even understanding where the other person's coming from so what you think is happening actually isn't even true so then that's where the miscommunication would be which is what happened with that because you weren't trying to pressure me you were trying to help me but it seemed like you were trying to pressure me so if I would have asked before or if you would have been more clear before if we had both been more clear we would have avoided that entire thing but the biggest tip is is just go up together in most circumstances you guys can walk up there together and be like hey I'll be the one who says hello first or you just say hi but like go together if you're nervous about it I think that will make it way better because you have your partner with you yeah 
This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. If you're going on a vacation or maybe you have a gift that you want to give your other lifestyle friends and you're looking for lifestyle clothing, we have the best apparel on the market for you. We have not only clothing, bikinis, swimsuits, we have backpacks, tumblers, cups, anything that you can name, we probably have it. You can find that at foreplay.com shop. Let's say you're at a party, you're going on a vacation, you know, things are moving a little bit slow. Maybe you want some conversation to flow. Maybe Maybe you want to move stuff towards play. Well, we have the perfect game for you. It's called Four Play the Game. It is a digital and physical lifestyle icebreaker game. And you can find out all about it at foreplay.com slash games. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash games. If you don't have a lifestyle vacation planned or resort or a cruise planned, why not? You can join us. You can find that at foreplay.com slash playcation. We have not only information about the events and trips that will be on this year, but also other options for you as well. And it doesn't cost any extra for you to book through our links, but helps us a lot, helps us continue to be able to make this type of content for you. Now back to the show. So the next one was keeping things too casual. And what we mean by that is at the beginning, we wanted it to be more that play was play. And it's not that we didn't want to get to know people at all. We would talk to people. We had to have some sort of little connection. We kind of focused on things being more about that physical attraction and being like that play centric mentality if you want to. And so We've learned over time that for us anyway, not saying that this is right or wrong, but for us making those connections and having those good friendships are like, it's the most fun part about it and being able to get to know people. And whenever you do play with people and you know them more and you're more comfortable, the more, the better you feel around everyone, I feel like the more fun the play is in general. And so at the beginning, I feel like we just kept things more like that casual, like we weren't like that good of friends. And I feel like I wish that we would have made even deeper connections at the beginning. I feel like we were just more surface level with that. Like we did go more into it with a play mentality. And now I see it as the friendships are the most important part of the Mm -hmm. lifestyle for us, Mm -hmm. I think. You can kind of think of it like if you were to go do any activity with acquaintances versus doing a fun activity with your best friend. So that fun activity will be fine with somebody who you kind of know and you're kind of friends with but that same activity is so much more fun and so much better with your best friends and we're not saying that every great lifestyle connection that we have they are our best friends but we're just comparing having that deeper connection and having that true friendship connection really does make the play so much more different and you have to see like the the difference there too right because even if you can imagine with your really good friends doing a normal vanilla activity being more fun than with acquaintances doing something as intimate as sex with your other with their partner how crazy different that would be yeah and it also it's it's different too in the aspect of the the most that we've like we always feel connected in these experiences but i bet the times that we felt like the the most i mean you're going to feel more connected sometimes than others right and you're That's talking how, about connection to each other yeah to each yeah. other like me and you connection i feel like our most connected times that we've felt was the times when we were also with 
the people that we are the most comfortable with. And it goes back to your example of doing something fun with your friends, right? If you go and get dinner, if you're laughing and stuff with other people, you're laughing more with your own partner. You're having more fun with your own partner. And so it goes in that same exact sense where not only is it more fun, like could be with the other people, but I feel like the more comfortable everybody is, you feel even more connected with your own partner. And so having that not just casualness, but those, you know, those deeper connections, those really good friendships. And we're saying, we're saying like not a romantic connection, but a, just a friendship connection. And I don't know, it's made a huge difference. And we really wish that from the beginning, we would have made those deeper connections. And when those personalities come into play, there's couples who on paper physically aren't like our specific type but once we got to know them and how their personalities are and who they are as people it makes people more attractive too Mm -hmm. so that comes into play as well and then just with these couples who are in the lifestyle that you're able to not only play with but also have normal friendships with is like the best kind of relationship it's the best friendship that you can have where you can have fun doing sex stuff with but also have fun doing vanilla stuff with and not one's more fun than the other like they're both just as fun yeah honestly a lot of the time the vanilla stuff is like usually more fun and then the lifestyle stuff is just just like our relation like a, a relationship with you and your partner the lifestyle stuff is extra yeah so i actually never really thought about that until like yeah. literally just now having this epiphany but like with your friends it's like the same thing yeah so imagine having just normal friendship like a, a great amazing friendship with your best friends but then sometimes you're able to sprinkle this extra thing on fucking that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sprinkles of fucks yeah just little sprinkles here and there <laughs> anyway i so. want to say something really quick this is what happens to us whenever we're not recording podcasts. We just talk about these things in general whenever we're on an airplane or a car ride mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And we'll just have these epiphanies, if you want to call it. But it was fun that we got one live yeah, on the recording. recording. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen it. Like you saw her eyes, like you saw it all click together. Then it clicked for me. I don't know. That was just, yeah. it was cool. It's like, it's like, it's like our relationship's like a cake. So they're like sprinkles on a cake because the cake is big, right? But then like the friendships are like little cupcakes. So you got multiple cupcakes, mm. but like really it's like the same kind of thing. Like you gotta have the base ingredients to have the foundation of your friendship for the cupcake. But then you got the base foundation of your relationship with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, our next one. <laughs> so next we're gonna talk about, we're gonna keep this one brief. This is something that I feel like we didn't deal with a lot in the lifestyle. We dealt with some before we got into the lifestyle, but we're gonna keep this one short because this could be its own whole podcast. So if you guys want a whole podcast about this, email us, write us on Instagram, whatever it is, let us know that you wanna hear it. And it's going to be the topic of jealousy. Like I said, jealousy is its a whole different ball game of how long you can talk on this subject. But at the beginning, when we dealt with jealousy was before we said, before we got in the lifestyle, we dealt with jealousy just in general. And we know that this is one of the things that people ask us about the most that people have trouble with. So that's why I wanted to briefly mention it here is jealousy can cause so many issues when it comes to anything. Cause if you don't have that trust and you feel that jealousy, things can just unravel so quickly. So it's something that you need to work at and work through together. And we're just gonna give you the best tips that how we how we overcame jealousy. And also remember that jealousy is an emotion that you can feel better about and that emotion can come back and go away. And so it's not like you have to be perfect all the time. Sometimes you're gonna feel jealousy and that's a normal emotion and that's totally okay. 
we don't have a podcast episode about jealousy in particular yet, but we do have a YouTube video about jealousy, all about jealousy. And so we will link that in the show notes so you guys can go watch that. Or you can just go to our YouTube channel. We have a ton of different types of videos on there, vlogs, all of that. And that's at foreplay.com slash YouTube. You can find our channel there. But uh, again, briefly with jealousy, the main thing is we think jealousy comes from an insecurity within yourself. So there's something going on that that's where it's stemming from and you have to figure out what exactly it is that is causing that jealousy. So once we were able to figure that out, like for me at the very beginning, it was an insecurity in myself that I didn't think that I was pretty enough or my body was nice enough or whatever it was. And so it made me jealous to think that Jace could think somebody else was more like he would be more attracted to someone else because they had a better X, Y, Z. And so when I flipped that mindset and thinking as in an abundance mindset, right? Like it's just because this other person is beautiful. It doesn't make me not beautiful. It doesn't make me less beautiful. That is what really helped me. And realizing that being in love with somebody and having that connection is completely different than being attracted just to someone who you have no connection with or even a friendship connection with. And so our security came from like, we're able to do lifestyle stuff and and be in the swinging lifestyle and and we don't step into poly because we know that we only have that love for each other. We're only romantically emotional with each other and we're not interested in having that with other people. So once I knew that that's all it was, I wasn't nervous that he was going to go and find somebody more attractive and then like go fall in love with him because I was so secure with what we had. And were you the same? Honestly, I mean, I couldn't have said anything differently. That was... (laughs) That was it. Like, I felt the same exact way. I mean, my my thing was I was definitely like, I was a very, I mean, not that I'm saying that I'm, you know, fucking muscly now, but I weighed, you know, 105 pounds and I was 5'10". Like, I was just very skinny and I was not made fun of my whole life, but people just said things and I think that took security out on me and I didn't feel love for myself. So I think, like you said, we worked, each worked on ourselves, mm-hmm. fell in love with myself, you fell in love with yourself, and then we realized and talked about that the love for each other and explained how we feel for each other and got that connection in our trust in each other and then that's when all this melted away and thankfully for us that happened before the lifestyle but i mean this is this is like a crazy thing to think about but there would be victoria's secret commercials and bella wouldn't want me to look at the women in victoria's secret commercials so look how far we've come right yeah crazy yeah now you're fucking women who look like those (laughs) so oh and i am too (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh jealousy if you want a whole podcast about definitely let us know because i think it's something that's it's a very important topic but i don't want to make it an hour and 80 minute an hour and 80 minutes (laughs) two hour and 20 minute podcast uh let's go to the next one this is one that i want to say because i feel very passionate about this one okay (laughs) this is not going on lifestyle vacations when we were younger i remember for years we had friends who were like, and we saw when you were 22, if you haven't said that, okay? So we had friends who were like, lifestyle cruises are so much fun. They're great. They're awesome. We were like, we're not going to go on those because we're only 25 and everyone's going to be 70 and we're not going to have <laughs> any friends. And like, we had that mentality though. We we, and we were like, lifestyle vacations are more expensive than normal vacations as a general rule. And so we're like, we only had two vacation weeks a year. I was like, I'm not going to use it on a lifestyle vacation where maybe I'm not even going to have that many friends. 
And that is so far from true. The age ranges on cruises and vacations is so broad. You have people in your mid-20s to people in your late 70s, and it's a bell curve. Yes, most people are probably 40 to 55, but it goes both directions. And it's and, more than 70s, too. Yeah. yeah. You said late 70s. I mean, it, we, we saw somebody in their 80s. And so yeah. Like, it definitely, yeah, trails. But there's people there that are going to be your age, and also you have to think that there's so many people, especially if you go on the cruises, there's thousands of people. So you just have so many opportunities to make so many friends. And I just wish that we wouldn't have waited so long to go on lifestyle vacations. It could have been eight years of this. Fun, yeah, but and we <laughs> wish we would have like gone um, earlier just because they're some of our favorite trips and we love going on lifestyle vacations. And so, yeah, I wish you would have gone a little bit earlier. And this leads us into our next one, which is not being so stuck on only hanging out with people your own age. And so we know we did touch on, we didn't go because we didn't think we were gonna find people our age. Now that we're more open to just making friends in general and not just being stuck on, oh, well, like, I don't know if I'm going to have something to talk about with somebody who's more older than me or someone who's way younger than me. So once we opened that up, I feel like we've made so many different friendships, so many different connections, and you're going to find things to talk about in general with anybody in any age range. And so don't just be stuck on, I have to only hang out with people who are, you know, five years above and five years under me, because you're really gonna limit yourself on your journey in general and just like all of the different fun memories and connections you can actually make. And that definitely goes both ways. Like I said, if you're 25, don't be scared to talk to 45-year-olds or whatever age. And if you're 45, don't be scared to talk to 25-year-olds. Everyone can talk to everyone. Everyone can be friends with everybody. I know we have a lot of friends who have rules and they're like, we only play with people from this age to this age. You know, if you have some sort of rule that it's age, then you're only going to play in that age. That's fine. But still, talk to people. Be friends with people. It doesn't matter what the ages. Yeah, you can be platonically friends with people who are outside of your age range, right? Like even if that sometimes I think that there's a mentality where I know we have friends who are in their 40s, 50s who say like they just won't play with people who are their kids age and I can see that. Yeah. Like I mean I understand that. We we don't have kids so we don't have that. Like, but you can still be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's okay. And with that we we used to not really play with couples who were older than us and that's also changed now and that's for you, the best. yeah that <laughs> you have a lot of fun experiences with people who are you know just outside of your age range so just be open to it we've had a lot of fun experiences with uh couples who are older than us and i've even learned that i had some kinks from some people who were older than us <laughs> yeah so no i definitely yep uh, the, the last one we're going to go to kind of trails off of this um, previous one. And that is also not just being friends with um, people that you think you'd be interested in playing with. And I think where this one stems, so these are things that we made a mistake at the beginning, right? And that's why we're talking about all of this. And how we talked about earlier that we were keeping it more casual and it was more that play-centric type dynamic. So since we weren't like really trying to go just to make a ton of friends, I feel like when we first started when we were 22, we were really talking to people that we were physically attracted to. And that was a huge mistake. I said, because it's all about the friendships and it doesn't need to be a friendship dynamic where you, you play. We have some amazing friends and it's just platonic. And that's 
great. I love those people. I look forward to seeing them just as much as I look forward to seeing the people that we play with that are great friends. Like it makes no difference. It's just nice to know people and talk to people about whatever it is. So I wish at the beginning we also would have just talked to everybody and anybody because that's made a huge difference in just how much fun we have at events and, and everywhere because you just want to, from our perspective anyway, having the most friends possible is going to be the absolute best thing, especially in these lifestyle vacations and lifestyle trips and clubs because truthfully, the lifestyle is based around social, being social. And so for us, the more friends you have, the more fun it is. So I just wish you would have done that from the beginning. And when he says that, we're not saying that we were standoffish to people who we weren't physically attracted to. It just, we didn't make that initial like introduction. We would talk to anybody that would come up and talk to us, but we were nervous to go talk to people. So I fight the people that we finally got over the nerves to go say hello were normally the people that were like the most who we thought we would play with if stuff worked out yeah it's like we took so much time to even do that like we didn't even have really time to go and like work our way up to talk to introduce ourselves to to more people if that makes yeah. sense because we were so in our heads about like oh my gosh like this couple like, i we want to be friends with them let's try to work up to go talk to them and then we ended up just sticking to ourselves yes yeah. but obviously if anyone ever had from the beginning of our journey if people came up and talked to us we always loved talking to people, but it's like what you said where we were just so stuck on like trying to say hello to someone and it would take three hours for us to say hello to somebody that we didn't make the effort to go talk to anybody. And now we talk to everybody. Yeah. And so it's awesome. Yeah. So this one actually is a bonus one that I just thought of that we personally didn't experience or, or haven't experienced, but I do know that some other people have and it's saying no. And that is a great feeling, one. yeah, like feeling bad, whether that's just feeling bad to say no to play with a couple or if it's something that you're not comfortable with and everybody's already playing and like somebody asks to do something or starts to do something that you're uncomfortable with. And so a big mistake is to not say no. Like if you're not comfortable, if you don't want something, you can say no. The lifestyle is all about consent. It's all about respect. And if somebody is going to not be okay with you saying no, then they are not the people you want to be around. And we can have like a whole different podcast or episode about like, you know, the etiquette to rejection or just rejection in general, whether that's you rejecting somebody or someone else rejecting you. I say reject in such like a negative way. Like you, you, I'm not saying, I feel like that's the best word to use, yeah. but it sounds but so like harsh. Pol politely decline. Yeah, politely decline. And so put yourself first, put your needs first. It's okay to say no to somebody who you're not interested in. It's okay to say no to something you're not comfortable with doing because you have to put yourself first and don't guilt yourself into anything less than. And remember, you're the only one who can say it too. Nobody knows. Like if you're feeling a certain way and you don't voice that, no one else knows yeah. that you're going through that. So you can't expect someone to like your partner to, to save you in that situation. I use yeah. save in air quotes, but like no one else knows what's going on in your head. So if you're feeling uncomfortable and you don't voice that, no one else is gonna know 
either. So you have to be brave and you have to be bold. And I know it can be uncomfortable to say no in situations, but you have to do what is right. And you don't ever want to do something you're uncomfortable with and then regret it later. Just say no at the beginning. And like Bella said, if somebody makes a big deal out of it, that's the hugest red flag. Get out of there anyway. And in that situation, you're it's good that you didn't do anything because that's the kind of people you want to be around anyway. Yeah. All right, that kind of ended up being longer than I thought it was going to be, but... This again, is why we yeah, only did one question in this yeah, Q&A. This is like pretty much its own complete different topic just yeah. in general. But for the most part, I would say those are the biggest mistakes that we personally made and ones that we have heard of other people but if uh, you guys have any other you know big mistakes that you think you guys have made and you want us to share so hopefully we can help even more people if you want to share your story uh, definitely send that in to us Mm -hmm. as well again you can go foreplay.com slash ask or hello at foreplay.com and let's go ahead and move into Bella and Chase's weekly obsession Wow. <laughs> you should go first after that. My weekly obsessions are the first one is a musical artist, and his name is Youngblood. And it's not so much his music. I do love a lot of his music, but not all of it. He's more of like a emo rock alternative type music i would say my favorite song of his is with avril lavigne and it's called i'm a mess but it just brings me back to my scene kid days back when i was in high school and stuff but it's more his personality and him as a person i just freaking love him and i just want to put him in my pocket and just like hug him he's just so cute and awesome and fun and he's just so himself and i feel like he's you know a really good role model for people who don't feel like they belong and a role model to just be yourself and my favorite video of his or at least one of them any interview you watch with him is like so entertaining and i love it all but the one where he did the chicken shop date with amelia we will also link below (laughs) so you can watch it so you can also fall in love with young blood aka dominic yeah, he's, he's my obsession right now. My other one is a movie. It's Lyle Lyle Crocodile. And <laughs> it's so cute. It's a like a kid's musical-ish thing about a singing crocodile who wears a scarf. And Shawn Mendes voices him. And I love Shawn Mendes as well and his voice. And it was so heartwarming. I cried a few times. I'm a baby. What are your obsessions? <laughs> uh, I have one very different than Lyle Out Crocodile. Uh, we have a movie called Triangle of Sadness. <laughs> and it's like polar opposite of Lyle Out Crocodile. And it's just this movie about these rich people on a cruise ship. And it's just kind of... I don't know how to even describe it without like ruining any of it. It's just very entertaining. It's kind of funny. It's kind of weird. It's kind of... I liked it. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. So um, I liked uh, Triangle of Sadness. That was a good one. My other one is we got Mario Kart for the Nintendo Switch, and you can play. Like I was playing on the airplane on the flight a few days ago, and it's so fun. There's new levels on it. Like Mario Kart on Wii was like maybe my favorite game of all time, and Mario Kart on Switch you still get to use the controller like a wheel and stuff. Oh, it's so fun. So I just been obsessed with Mario Kart Wii. I mean Mario Kart Switch. That's a good one. And I'm actually good at Mario Kart Switch. For some reason, it was the same game on the Wii U, but I was so bad, I'd literally always get 12. But now, sometimes, I get first. 
Nice. <laughs> so it's more. Uh, I, I assume Enjoyable. it's probably more fun for you to play with yeah, me. Yeah, it is. So at least it's more competition. Of a, yeah. <laughs> And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you in the next one. Bye! If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we make videos and vlogs about the swinging lifestyle. Head to foreplay.com slash YouTube to watch and subscribe. We have the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined called Foreplay the Game that's both digital and physical. It's perfect for breaking the ice and spicing up any party. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We also have the best swinger lifestyle, kinky, and adult humor clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com shop. If you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links at foreplay.com travel really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create this type of content for you. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and more. You can find all our current social media accounts at foreplay.com socials. And I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at onlyfans.com slash VIP. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. Lastly, we're on SDC and Cassidy at Foreplay, and you can get a free full membership trial by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!